Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Locked on Astros. Tonight, we talk about what is going on with the trade deadline. What is Dana Brown saying? And where are the Astros going from here? They still behind the Rangers, but that's okay. I think they're going to catch ground soon. Let's talk about it tonight. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game has turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at HTM Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Wrong, sir. You're supposed to say I'm in Dallas and I am sporting my Locked On Astros shirt everywhere I go, sir. Wear that with proud your Astros hat because uh, the Astros are still awesome team and everything. So, guys, thank you for making us the awesome po- podcast that you make us. Uh, thank you for being every day or somebody that watches our show every day, whether it's on YouTube. Go and subscribe to us. Go and give us a big fat thumbs up and go and ma- uh, give us a first listen on Apple odyssey spotify wherever you check out our podcast go and make it on uh go and listen to locked on astros podcast so uh we got what um a few days like four days i guess three days if you're counting um tomorrow on uh friday so we got three days before the trade deadline where are the astros what do they need as the trade deadline approaches and what did the angels do that kind of shocked the world yesterday that's something we're going to talk about um also, the Guardians and the Dodgers made a trade. I, I could see the Astros making a similar trade. We'll talk about that trade in a little bit. And also, uh, we put out a question. What trades uh, would y'all ideas would y'all have? So we're going to go ahead and uh, put out some of those trade ideas. And uh, we're also going to look ahead towards the Rays series. So a lot to discuss on this episode of the Locked on Astros podcast. So let's go and get started. Dana Brown, the new Astros GM, is um, he's kind of shifted gear several times. At first, he was like, uh, main thing we need is a lefty hitter. Now he's kind of going to, well, uh, we need a starting pitcher, somebody to eat some innings. But now it, it seems like the focus is the bullpen, too, because uh, we've seen the bull- bullpen falter a little bit. You're relying on the same guys a lot, uh, Seth Martinez. Had, didn't have a super great day the other day. The bullpen as a whole didn't have a super great day. I guess Framer Valdez didn't have a great day. The Astros didn't have a great day. So, Brett, um, uh, before we go go into the comments, what, what are your thoughts on um, what the Astros need? Um, they need another arm. I mean, this, that's all there is to it. They need to go to a six-man rotation, but who is that sixth man? And they lack that right now. They need that. They They need a starting pitcher. Um, I honestly think the bullpen for all intents and purposes is ultimately fine. And then I think they need to get another bat. I I just, I know Altuve and Alvarez came back, but if you're going to trade, you're going to probably have to give up somebody. And so um, I think top priority should be starting pitching. It sucks that Giolito went to the angels. It's unbelievable to me that they are delusional enough to think that they're going to make the playoffs and do something with Otani. I'm sorry. 
I mean, good for them, but I don't know that many people believe in what Artem Moreno is doing over there. I know Otani turned it up another level. You know, he put on the cheat goat today and hit two home runs in his second game, threw a complete game in the first game, and just doing out-of-this-world stuff. But he's one person. So back to the Astros. The Astros need a starting pitcher, period, end of story. Framber looks tired. Javier looks tired. Um, these rookies, other than J.P. France, who has really become the ace of this club, and um, really, if it weren't for J.P. France and his starts and his quality starts, the Astros are probably a lot further behind the Rangers than two games at this point. So you need somebody other than a rookie stepping up right now because right now the veterans are struggling. Right. And kind of go off your point a little bit. Uh, if it wasn't for J.P. France, the Astros may be looking for two starters at the de trade deadline, not just one. Great. So uh, we'll, we'll see. But uh, Dana Brown said we're in touch with almost every club, particularly the ones that are out of the race. But right now, we just don't know how it's going to play out because there are so many buyers and there's few sellers. We don't know right now, but we're very active. He said they're very optimistic and that they'll get something. And the price tag was uh, early was high for non-rentals, somebody like a Dylan C. So they're all playing a waiting game. So mm -hmm. uh, players like Lucas Gilito, maybe even um, uh, Snell, we'll talk about him in a second, but uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, more about what the Padres are doing too. But uh, he says that players like that, it could potentially cost you prospects. And one of those things we have to monitor closely. Do you want to mortgage the future for a rental? The angels did. And is it going to pay off? Uh, we'll talk about that soon. But also, he, he talked a little bit about Dusty. I know Dusty Baker has been on a lot of Astros fans' minds recently. But uh, he said, they, they said, well, uh, somebody asked him, would you trade somebody off the Major League roster without consulting Dusty? And he said, I don't want to say it can't happen. It could. But nothing will be done without Dusty's input because Dusty's running this team day, day to day, and he's been doing a great job. So um, nothing uh, will happen without Jim Crane's consent. He's the only one well, that 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 has to approve this. If Jim Crane wants it, he doesn't give a crap what Dusty thinks. I'm sorry. I'll just be real honest. Dusty Baker does not run the team. Jim Crane does. And so Dana Brown's playing nice. Look, Dana Brown, if Dana Brown and Jim Crane feel like they need to trade somebody, they may get Dusty's input. But if they think it's what puts the team in a better position, their their decision is going to trump Dusty's. He he's not the high man on the total pole here. Right. You see what I'm I, saying? I saw the other day though that uh, somebody said that Jim Crane said that Dana Brown has complete control here. He can go out there and do whatever he wants to do. He even said that they can take on a um, a player with a larger contract, and then uh, next year there's even more space. But I'm not sure if we're going to be inquiring that type of player that's going to require eating up a lot of our budget. Uh, hence yeah, I just Max Scherzer right. or Justin Verlander. So we'll see about that. You know, and, and I, and I think that's what Jim Crane should say. And I think that's what most owners would say, but just from talking to people over the years about the way Jim Crane operates, the way he runs his business, the way he runs the Astros, there's no way that Jim Crane isn't like, I need to know what you're doing. Like, like, Dana Brown's just not going to go out there and make a trade without Jim Crane's approval. Jim Crane yeah, is yeah. a billionaire. Money-wise, yeah. Pocketbook. Yeah, right. he's no. Dana Brown's also going to go, oh, by the way, Jim Crane, call him in the morning. Last night, 
we decided to make it. No, it's I don't want to wake you up, Jim. So I just went ahead and made this <laughs> trade. So yeah, we got oh, oops, we got Blake Snell now, and so uh, surprise. So right, yeah. No, I, look, I mean, at the end of the day, between now and the trade deadline, it may be painstakingly boring. It may not be very. I was shocked when the Angels announced. I was like, oh, here we go. You know, another attempt at the Angels. It's like, what have they been doing these other five years that they've had Otani? Like, why are they just now going to emergency mode? Oh, crap. He's leaving. We better show him we care. So right. you care now? Okay, whatever. I'm not buying it. Yeah, so to close out the whole Dana Brown comment section, uh, he says, our top three, Valdez, Javier, and Brown, are really good, and France has been outstanding. So you take our three big horses, then you put France in the mix, and then you get Urquidy back. Maybe you just add someone else that can give you some innings. That could be very sustainable. Um I think you need to add something, somebody more than just somebody that can just give you a little bit of innings. I think you need to go out there and get a number two pitcher because Hunter Brown is good. I think he's going to be great this year. He's just not the same pitcher he was well, in the glimpse, the small sample size last year. Why isn't JP France our number two guy right now, currently speaking, right? Yeah. I mean, Framber one, JP two. He's pitching Javier like year three. I mean, he is pitching like it. He, he's he the most reliable it. guy out there right now. You're right. It's and and that's and that's a good thing. You know, he's he he's taking it on. So, yeah, man. Um, to me, just the starting pitching is a is a big big concern. Um, the bats of Jordan and um, Altuve will come around, and they seem to be the right fit for the Astros right now. And that's really, they're kind of copying out a little bit saying that's a big trade deadline move. Yeah. Okay. But look, if you need the right parts, the right fit, the right prices, you need to go to eBay motors. Why? Because for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle, every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay motors with eBay guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. You just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items apply. Make sure that you tune in to the Tampa Bay Rays Friday night, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros versus Rays hometown broadcast for the Houston Astros with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Astros. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I don't think Dana Brown is fibbing or anything. I think he's being overly open for a reason. I think this is strategic. I think this is, um, he'd start off saying they need a bat. Then they need a starting pitcher. Now that he's kind of going out and say they need a bullpen. That way teams are not knowing that, oh, well, this team is going to go all in for this one player. So that way uh, I think this is kind of a smoke screen. I think this is planned. Um, I know that he said he's going to be, 
kind of open uh, as a GM, but I think as he goes, he he knows he's going to learn that that's probably not the best negotiation tool because if everybody knows what you you need, they're going to know uh, what you're going to go after. And they'll, uh, like the Rays or the Yankees or whatever teams are going out there to get that starter. Let's say it's Dylan Cease because he – he just basically said, we would love to have a starter that has years of control left. That is Dylan Cease. And so that that means that one of their primary targets is going to be Dylan Cease. So that sets other teams be like, okay, well, I know the Astros are going after him. <laughs> so I got to outbid the Astros. And so, uh, but what Dana Brown is doing now is he's saying, okay, I don't want everybody to know exactly what we're targeting. So we'll see what happens there. And I do think that uh, in terms of taking on additional money. If Justin Verlander, depending on the right price, if you need to take on some of that salary, I think the Astros would do that to bring him back home. And I think uh, Justin Verlander would want to come back to Houston. Oh yeah. I mean, he definitely would. I mean, he wants to get the heck out of New York that the Mets are a freaking, they're a, they're a disaster. They are a dumpster fire of an organization that spent a ton of money and they're not doing crap with it. So yeah, he's got to be miserable right now. Right. And he actually put in, um, I think he put in a really good start recently. But lately, most of the year, he hasn't been great. Remember when in 2016, and I talked about this with Trevor the other day, his career was pretty much over. Everybody was like, he's done. And what right. did he do? He came to the Astros and reinvigorated his career and won two rings. I'm not saying he's going to come back and win two more rings. But what I'm saying is if he can come in and be durable enough to go through the year, which I think he is because he pretty much is pitching on a new elbow, Justin Verlander provides the veteran presence that you need on the mound and can go six, seven innings for you each start. Right. So I'm if the if the Astros are going to be going after a bullpen target, there are some names out there like Chris Stratton. And you can go with uh, Kenyon Mark, uh, Middleton. Uh, Kyle Finnegan, you can also go with Brooks Raley, Brett Sutter, Brad Han, Sam Mall are some left-handed trade candidates. I know the Astros technically don't need a left-handed reliever, but those are some guys that you go after. Um, I would kind of like uh, Kyle Finnegan from the Nationals. He throws uh, in the 100s, and I think that he would be perfect. He has some closing experience. I know that his ERA is a little bit higher. If I, I don't have his numbers in front of me, but uh, I think that uh, he would be a good addition. Um, Kyle Finnegan is he is a four and three with a 3.16 ERA oh, right now. Maybe I was thinking about last year. He had bad okay. numbers. Well, no, no, he's yeah, he's um, he's got he's got 14 saves, 42.2 innings pitched, 41 strikeouts, 1.24 whip. Um, that's not a bad name to right. throw out there. You're talking about just to go out there and um, trade for with the um, with the Nationals right. there. Yeah, and if you just have to give them like one player for one player, like uh, if you look at the Dodgers trade, um, I I know this is yeah, that's kind of what I was going to do next. Oops, pulled something else up, but Noah Syndergaard was basically traded for Ahmed Rosario, and so that's basically one player, one major league player for another major league player, and that's kind of what Dana Brown was talking about. We may have to trade somebody off our major league roster to get somebody from that. I know before the show, you, you mentioned the possibility of having to include Brian Abreu. Um, not that we want to, but uh, because he could be converted to a starter uh, or he could stay in bullpen, become somebody's closer down the road. Or, but, right. 
But uh, Noah Syndergaard, uh, after being with the Angels last year, we're actually going to see him when we face the Guardians uh, pretty soon at Min Maid Park. So he has been though he's 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 not been good for a while. No, no. He's he's not a very like he's like probably one of the he worst. Has his good days, <laughs> Eric. No, Eric, you're being nice. He's he's not good. He is he is not a good major league pitcher. Um, when I saw that he was traded for the problem with Finnegan is on MLB trade values. He has like a 9.1 value. So you're only, you're, you're talking about like a Jake Myers type of player um, who's around a 10 or a 13. If you're going to have to overpay, I would you know, do that to get him. Huh? I would do that for somebody with oh, yeah. experience and somebody could throw Jake Myers for Finnegan. I know a lot of people that would trick Jake Myers. Jake Myers is on everybody's S list. I don't know why. I mean, he actually, he actually. No, no we're not trading for Noah. Noah. I just want to. We're not saying oh. trade for Noah. Syndergaard. Okay. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Why would no? We're not. No. Nope. No. Eric doesn't. No. Eric does not want Noah. Let me be clear. I'm not. I'm not saying Noah that he wants Noah. Noah. I'm just. I'm. I'm just telling Eric that I was surprised. Like when I saw him in the trade, I was like, "Dude, Thor has not been good for a minute." So he's one in four with the seven sixteen ERA this year. Ugh. Ahmed Rosario, I. I drafted him uh, thinking he was going to be my shortstop in one league this year. It's been a disaster. Wah, so this, wah, wah. Yeah, this is like, this is a, hopefully a change of scenery will fix both of them, but yeah. So you would think with my record in our fantasy league that I had a mid Rosario, I have like, I inherited a team and whoever this team sucks, bro. Anyways, um, I digress. So when do we, when um, I want to, do we, can I put up one of these trades that I have for? Sure. We'll, okay. sa- we'll save the angel stuff for the third segment. Okay, cool. So let me let me just show y'all. This is something that um, I'm going to show you one that someone proposed as a listener, and I'm going to show you one that I proposed um, to the Padres. Okay, this is from a listener, um, Eduardo Rodriguez and Jace Jung for Corey Lee and Jake Myers. Okay, Jace Jung is the number two guy. He is actually the brother of uh, his, his brother plays for the Rangers. He was a Texas tech red Raider. He hit the cover off the ball in NCAA division one, and he has high potential now for the Astros future and a future second baseman. If they're Altuve is coming to the end of his tenure and he's in double a now that may, may be a good move. But I think for this, again, I'll put it up one more time for this at Eduardo Rodriguez and Jace Chung. I think it's going to take more, then Corey Lee and Jake Myers. What do you think? I think value wise right now where they're at, they match up on that trade calculator, but do you think the Tigers would demand more, especially if they're getting up their number two prospect? Um, I would think that possibly you can get a reliever and take away the prospect because they're not going to be trading away. Okay. So So take away the, uh, the number two prospect or whatever that guy was. I like, it keeps on going. Yeah, John. There you go. Uh, take away that they're not going to trade away their number two prospect, but okay. if you go ahead and possibly uh, take on one of their relievers and somebody that's um, maybe a rental or somebody that's got some uh, maybe a year left or something, that could be a um, a good trade. I would say. Okay. Not a bad so, idea. Okay. Okay. So let me let me give you one that I was thinking of because I had a this is kind of a hybrid of two different trades that I saw. And I put one together, and this is for Snell and for Hater. Both are rentals, okay? But the price is going to be higher, like you and I discussed pre-show. But this is what I put up there. Jose Arquiti, 
Corey Lee, Misael Tamarez, and Joe Perez. Now, I could interchange Misael Tamarez for another pitcher that maybe has a little more upside. I'm not going Spencer Arigetti there, but those four right there for Josh Hader and Blake Snell. Jose Arquiti being Jose Arquiti and Corey Lee being the main ones in that trade. That those two values match up again. The only thing I have to go off of is that MLB trade simulator. Okay. I don't, I don't have any other real numbers to crunch or a computer to run it through, but that is really what it's going to take. Do you think it would take more? I mean, look, my guy Jalen hooked me up. He said, Hey, that's not a bad trade. Thank you. Now I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it would work, but Eric, do you think it would take more from Houston yeah. or higher leverage guys? Well, if you look at what the Angels did, they they traded for Lucas Giolito and they gave up two prospects. And one of them is a pretty is I think it was like the 61st or 67th overall prospect in baseball. So uh, that's for one rental. You're asking for two rentals. So I think that, yes, um, you don't want to trade your Ooh. best prospects for rentals, but it, it's going to take a little more than that. Well, We're going to have to. Urquidy is not a bad idea. Corey Lee's not a bad idea, but I think you're going to have to give up a, one of your more. I know. Um, what was the other guy? Tamaris is. I think he's eleventh yeah. overall prospect. And yeah, that's uh, Tamaris. And then who was the other guy? Here, let me. Let the me Joe Press. Joe Perez. Yeah. And, and, and it could be, it could be any position player. I mean, it could be so that's 11 like, and 14. So uh, that's, yeah. that's, I, I see what you're, what you're trying to do there. I just, in other words, it's I'm going to take top, a, somebody else, I think a little bit higher. Okay. Well, because the reason why I like Urquidy as a headliner is because he's got two years of, of like, he's got two years of control after this year. Right. Um, and then he's an unrestricted free agent. And, this year, he only got paid $3 million. So he is a guy that's going to be healthy for the most part, that's going to throw strikes and is going to give you innings. And he has postseason experience. He's the winningest international pitcher in Major League Baseball history in the World Series with 3-0 and records. So, and these are the things we're having to juggle. Let me let me show you one other thing that someone had, had presented to me, um, and I believe it was this one right here. Blake Snell for Corey Lee, Jake Myers, and Pedro Leon. That to me is a lot, like a lot to pay for a rental. But do you think it's going to take something like that, two or three players, to get a rental like Blake Snell? I think maybe throwing Jose or Kitty to that last deal, you Ooh, could probably get both. four for one. No, no, for um, with Blake Snell and Hater. Okay. So I think it's going to take something like that where it's more of. Um, uh, future impact, current impact. I think that's what it's going to take. So, so maybe Leon instead of Perez. Yeah, I would think so. Okay, okay, okay. And and see, look, folks, this this is why we discuss this on here because nobody really knows. And look, we could literally probably spend three hours talking about variables of trades, but like we're not going to do that. Doing it, right? We're not going to do that, boys and girls. But listen, today's episode is brought to you by Hooters. And if you do not have a place to hang out and watch Astros games, well, my first question is, why haven't you gone to Houston area Hooters? Whether you're in Sugarland, whether you're in Galveston, Seabrook, NASA area, um, you can be in Katy, Humble, Sugarland. I mean, look, wherever you are in the Houston area, there is a Hooters nearby. They have great wings, great brew, and fun to be had by all. 
That's right. Come out and see what the Hoot is all about with the world-famous Hooters Girls. Mondays, buy one, get one wings. Tuesdays, $9.99 burgers and fries. Wednesdays, buy one, get one boneless wings. Thursdays, $19.99 wings and Big Daddy Bundle. Friday, $19.83 crab legs. $3 Blue Moon drafts every day. $9.99 Michelob Ultra pitchers. No matter the occasion, Hooters is ready to make you happy. And don't forget, there is still a toy drive. You still have a few days left. The Toys for Tots toy drive at Pearland Hooters going on through the 31st. Check that out. They are going to have a big cookout on August 5th. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing tailgate. Bring your cook team. Register them for that August 5th date with the NASA Hooters. And then Ditch Day bus trip Thursday, August 24th versus the Red Sox. Check them out. Go sign up and go to the game with the world-famous Hooters girls. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. And the Astros play the Tampa Bay Rays Friday, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app, Search Astros. Um, I'm going to say that uh, two, four, four a trade, that would be a good starting point. So if you want to call the Padres and say Dana Brown uh, calls them and say, hey, how about this? I think that would be a good starting point, but I think it, they're going to do exactly what we do. Well, I, I don't really value this player as high as I value this player. And uh, so that's the whole, that's, you have to have a starting point. And I think that would be a good starting point. And so that's probably what um, the Padres are trying to decide right now, because they are looking to actually be buyers right now, but they're also looking to trade Juan Soto. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're like, mm, yeah, this whole Juan Soto thing. We know we're not gonna be able to like, this dude's going to want a lot of money. And this is weird a player of Juan Soto's talented kind of being ping ponged around the league. It's kind of strange. It makes you, it makes you appreciate the fact that we do have Kyle Tucker. And if we aren't going to sign Kyle Tucker, at least we have him for another two years under control, you know? Um, but dude, I can't imagine being in those shoes. You have someone like Juan Soto and you're like, well, we might as well trade him and get something for him. And because th they made a massive trade to get him, you know? Right. And, you know, Abrams actually turned out to be pretty decent. Kyber Ruiz, actually, that was the Dodger trade. But yeah, they're all their guys they traded haven't really panned out. So that that's really kind of worked in their favor ish. Yeah. But so, yeah, anyway. we'll see. But the Angels, uh, the Angels are the team. I know we're worried about catching the Rangers right now, but the Angels are definitely trying to make a sales pitch for Shelly Itani. Not in offseason. They're trying to do it now. And they already told him, hey, we don't want to trade you. Uh, they said they didn't get any uh, competitive trade offers. And uh, they basically said, we're not trading you. What does he do? He goes out and um, hits his 37th home run of the season. And he also has a complete game shutout in the same game. That's that. When does that happen? This is just a, such an impressive player. And so what the Astros <laughs> are doing is... <laughs> Did you break um, another bobblehead? No, that was just my ring light flying, falling down off my um, thing. So, um, anyway, <laughs> your face <All> right. was great. <laughs> so, um, yes, um, but my um, point was the uh, Angels feel like if they can make it to the playoffs this year, that would be a good way to keep Shohei Tani on the team and uh, before the show Shohei Itani actually wants to stay in Anaheim uh, uh, count contrary to all the popular belief that he wants to go to play for the Dodgers. So he wants to see some winning. He wants to get a taste of the postseason because he's seen the Astros 
uh, go to the postseason so many times, just like Marcus Simeon has. And so he just wants to go ahead and uh, experience that. Imagine for me a world where the AL West has three teams in the playoffs and the Yankees miss the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Yankees fans heads are going to explode you know right now the angels are behind they're like three games out of the wild card so they're not completely out of it but they're still you know they are 54 and 49 look who knows man who knows we we still got our work cut out for us i think our focus is squarely on the rangers we can't worry about who's behind us you've got to be looking ahead and i still like our chances taking back first in the west and look, Eric, we win one game in Arlington in this next series. We win the silver boot because we're up six games to four. If we win one, we're up seven to four. They only have two more games. We would win that seven to six, even if they won the, won the last two. That would mean we would win a tiebreaker if a tie happens to happen. So um, that's that's important. One, You get one win, a must win, the first game when you get Arlington later on in the year, and then – you let the other two take care of themselves. Of course, you want to get two of three. You want to win the series. But, I, dude, I think we're going to meet the Rangers in the playoffs, whether a- ALDS or ALCS. And you want to talk about tensions, Eric, and you weren't here for that one. The tensions are rising, bro. Like, it's gone to the next level. And, right. and Martin Maldonado and Dusty Baker backed his dude. Dusty Baker said, what was Martin Maldonado going to do? Let him punk him like that? I mean, I I love that. Y'all may not like Dusty, but he sticks by his guys. Right. He is a player's coach. So good for you, Dusty. Thank you for standing up for Martin. Well, I'm not sure if you mentioned this in last night's show, but Martin Malinato uh, told Marcus Simeon after he crossed home plate after Lowe's home run, he said, don't worry. Um, um, I mean, Simeon said that the Rangers win that game. And Malinato said, no. It's just like when you were in Oakland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, I, um, I discussed that last night with the with the audience, and I was like, yeah, Martin, Martin was talking crap to him, and look, act like you've been there before, right? And they didn't. There's no way on a three one pitch, when Framber has had the ten pitches prior to that, can't even hit the strike zone. There's no way that you can think that he intentionally hit Marcus Simeon, right? Look, Marcus Simeon did the smart thing. He used it as fuel, and he helped his lead his team to a victory. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. I hope our guys do the same thing. Whenever, but the, the but the next three games in Arlington, when they happen, it's going to be fun. Yes, but the next series is very critical right now. I know you're playing the you're trying to catch the Rangers, but also you're, you're kind of trying to catch the Rays. Uh, the Rays are 62 and 43 right now. The Astros are 58 and 45. You're three games behind them. Uh, the Rays have a plus a run differential of 141 plus 141. The Astros have um, a run differential of plus 49. So it's just amazing how the Rays have come back to earth. They are two and eight in their last few uh, 10 games. The Astros are seven and three. So the Astros are rising as the Rays are falling and so you have the um, Red Sox that are starting to catch up to the race, and you have the Yankees slowly starting to catch up too. So you have all these teams that were out of, not really out of the race, but had no chance of uh, catching things. But now 
they're all kind of in the wild card picture. And so the angels are just three games out of the wild card picture. Right. So you do have to worry about that, that as well. But uh, the team that you don't have to worry about is Marcus Simeon's old team, which is the A's. They are 29.5 games back of the wild card team. Yeah. They're, they're a, they're a figment of our imagination, the poor yeah. white Sox, Royals and Oakland. Look, at the end of the day, I think the Astros need to get something done pitching wise. I think they just they just need to do it. Like why why wait until the last minute? Just flip and do it. Just just do it. Just overpay or whatever. But you know they're they're not going to mortgage the future just just to win one. And Dana Brown did say this. And this is important. This is an important note. And I'll wrap up my thoughts on this. He said because we are positioned to win the next several years and go to the postseason the next several years, mm-hmm. there's no reason why we are going to panic and make a move to guarantee that we go to the World Series today and mortgage those three or four more years that we have. You know, the Angels are in a win-now situation. The Angels don't care what they have to give up right now. I'm surprised. I won't be surprised that they don't, like, way overpay for stuff because they're in a win-now situation. They're trying to show Otani they can win. I'm afraid it's a little too, too little too late, and it's a desperation move on their part. All right, so the um, Rays are actually favorites in tomorrow's game. It's uh, Shane McClanahan, who's 11-1 with the 2.89 ERA, versus Christian Javier, who's 7-2 with the 4.32 ERA. Uh, you, do you know who's leading the Rays in home runs? It's actually oh, Siri. Yes, with 20 home runs. That's crazy. Um, Kyle Tucker has 18 uh, leading the Astros. So uh, this will be a big series for the Astros. And I think that uh, whatever team wins this series is going to have a good advantage, not just record wise, but just momentum wise. And the Rays really got to get something going because they're, they're free falling. The Astros continue rise. Despite what happened in that last game, you're going to have a a clunker every once in a while. That's what that last game was. It was a almost a fist fight clunker. That's all it was. Move on. That's right. Forget about it. So any closing thoughts? No, Padres just kick the Rangers' tail, put them in their place, please. And if you put the T upside down and cut off half of it, it shapes an L very conveniently. Why? Because this is the H, baby, and we are all about H-Town madness and seeking out another World Series title. He's Eric Heisman. He's back. He's back from the brink of the Colorado Mountains. Good to have you back, bud. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. This is your favorite, your only daily national podcast. Check us out on Apple, Google, or Spotify, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make us your team every single day. And go Strohs! Yeehaw!